Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. Well, hi everyone, great to have you watching today. We are continuing with our home gatherings this term. You may be in one right now. Why don't you turn around and look at all those beautiful people that are with you there. Hey, if you are in a home gathering, could you take a photo and uh, and send it to me? That'd be fantastic. Um, but some of you may be watching on your own. So good to have you connecting wherever you are, whenever you're watching. You know, churches all over the country are closing their services as COVID continues to disrupt our lives. It's ah so frustrating. You know, we have families at Coast Vineyard who have COVID and are isolating and recovering and our hope and prayer is that all who catch this crazy thing will have only minor symptoms, get their immunities up, and then we can crack on, eh? But there's going to be a lot of disruption to many parts of our lives over this time of this COVID outbreak. Uh, We've scaled right back on our events, uh, knowing that so many will be sick or isolating or or just staying away from uh, potentially infected people. And so, you know, we're dialing back on what we do. Uh, The home gatherings will keep going as best we can, uh, but soon we'll be past the worst of it and are hopeful for easier times. All right, hey, so we're in a series this term called Back on Track. I have to tell you that a friend and I, we have bought these electric scooters i mean these are real bad boys these got a range of nearly 50 kilometers top speed of over 50 kilometers an hour you don't want to fall off at that speed you don't want to go that fast but and yes i'm being careful and yes i do wear a helmet but we are working on building a contraption that holds both our scooters onto a railway line and then we're going to explore abandoned railway lines around the country i mean it should be a lot of fun um you know so long as uh you do your homework on the tracks and uh, you know making sure that the light at the end of the tunnel is actually the end of the tunnel and not a train that's coming towards you so uh, but we're looking forward to having a bunch of fun uh, with that anyway the, the key for designing this machine that we're going to tie these things together is making sure it stays on the track putting things in place on this contraption that keep us on the rails we've got this kind of idea for a mechanism that allows this so we we don't have to think about turning left or turning right we just pull the trigger and go and it gets us to places safe and sound so what are god's rail tracks for us that will keep us going in the right direction we're going through these at the moment we've looked at fixing our eyes on jesus you know, the author and perfecter of our faith. We looked last week, Stanley did a great job about seeking first God's kingdom and his righteousness. It's like getting the important things in place first and then the other things take care of themselves. And today we're looking at being filled with the Spirit of God. Talk about something that we need to stay on track is this whole thing of being filled with the Spirit of God. I got about like 10, 12, 13 more minutes. And uh, so we're not going to be teaching you everything about the Holy Spirit uh, in 10 minutes. Um, But I'm going to hit some highlights, hopefully get you excited about the Holy Spirit, 
that has been given to followers of Jesus to help us into our best life. And as God's people have sought to understand the nature and heart of God, they've come to understand that God is one but is also three. What is known as the Holy Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus, the Son of God, finished His earthly ministry here 2,000 years ago, He said that, I am going, but the Spirit would be sent to help those who believe and follow. In the Gospel of John, John 16, verse 7, He said this, But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when, and then in verse 13, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. At the start of the book of Acts in the Bible, the, uh, the author of Acts, Luke, he recalls this about Jesus in, in chapter 1. He said, On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. They had no idea what was coming. And then after Jesus' death and resurrection and ascension, Jesus' remaining followers were together and praying and wonder what was next. And then this happens. We read in Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And when people heard this and wondered what on earth was going on, the Apostle Peter, he preaches one of his best sermons ever, he, they're all going, what's, what's this, what is this crazy stuff? Everyone's looking and hearing this noise and, and, and Peter jumps up and he says this, we read, when the people heard his sermon, verse 37, when people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what should we do? And Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off for all whom the Lord our God will call. And this is the same promise for all of us. Turn to Jesus and receive the Holy Spirit. Well, you may ask, well, but, well what's, what's the big deal? So here is what we read in the Bible and what Christians have experienced for 2,000 years and what many of us experience in our lives at Coast Vineyard. Here's the big deal. Listen to this. Buckle in. This is, this is what we, we know about the Holy Spirit. Okay. Buckle in. Through the Holy Spirit, we are washed. We, we are sanctified. We are justified before God. The Holy Spirit gives us comfort. The Holy Spirit gives encouragement. The Holy Spirit gives us power. The Holy Spirit gives us words to say when things get tricky. The Holy Spirit empowers us to drive out demons. The Holy Spirit baptizes us and fills us with the Spirit, with more of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit compels us. The Holy Spirit warns us. The Holy Spirit speaks to us. The Holy Spirit guides us. Take a breath. Keep going. The Holy Spirit gives us gifts. The gifts of the Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit gives us joy. The Holy Spirit gives wisdom. We are born again of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us to worship. The Holy Spirit helps us to speak in other languages, which is praying in tongues, speaking in tongues. It's a crazy thing. I haven't got time to go into that now, but it's awesome. Holy Spirit helps us to worship. The Holy Spirit grows us up. It talks about the, the fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us fruit in our lives. The fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The Holy Spirit strengthens us. The Holy Spirit frees us. The Holy Spirit gives life. The Holy Spirit teaches us. The Holy Spirit pours love into our hearts. I'm just getting these out of the Scriptures and again, what many of us have experienced in our own lives. The Holy Spirit prays through us. The Holy Spirit gives us unending life. I mean, how's this sounding to you? The Holy Spirit is awesome. It brings so much to us. You know, we read in the book of Acts in the Bible that people were described as full of the Spirit. I mean, I don't know how people are going to describe me, but I want to be someone that is full of the Spirit because that is a great life. You know, the Bible teaches us that as God's people, the Holy Spirit resides in us. 2 Corinthians 1.22, it says, He puts His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. But we also see people being filled with the Spirit and filled again and filled again, offered with some outward sign that has happened or, or a supernaturally empowered act that someone does. Not, not always, but often. And when Paul the Apostle encourages us to be filled with the Spirit, the context is that we are able to be continually filled. Not just a one-time event. Keep on being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what he is saying. When in the original uh, Greek that this was written in, it's like be filled, be continually filled. Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Spirit. And the good news is that God wants us to be filled with the Spirit. You know, you might be asking, is this really for me? Like, what is this thing? You know, like, I thought the Spirit lives in me. But what is this filling? It's like, well, you just see it all through the story of, uh, of the, the Scripture and the, and the book of Acts and, and, and in Paul's teaching. You just see, like, continue to be filled. There is all of those things are available for you. Listen to what Jesus said. This is Jesus teaching about prayer. So he's teaching about prayer in Luke uh, 11, uh, verse 5. Then Jesus said to him, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Bro, uh, sorry, uh, but hey, lend me th uh, three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside... You know, your friend um, says, hey, don't bother me. The door's already locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. <laughs> it's such a cool story that Jesus is telling. But then he says this, so I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock, and the door will be open to you. Which involves us actually doing something, doesn't it? For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. 
carries on saying this, which of you fathers, if your son asked for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asked for an egg, will give him a scorpion? Uh, I mean, we don't have snakes and scorpions in New Zealand. So maybe like if your son asked you for like uh, a peanut butter sandwich, you'll give him a cave wetter or, or a bag of white tailed spiders. I, I don't know what's the New Zealand equivalent. But if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Yes, the Holy Spirit is for you. God is wanting so much to give you the Holy Spirit. He is a good father, a good, good father. If you're still not convinced that it's good to be filled with the Spirit, then listen to this. Romans 8, 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Yes. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans 15. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I could just read verse after verse out of the Bible of promises that, is, that are real for us. As, as we follow Jesus about how the Holy Spirit is available to us to give us our best life. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, For the Spirit of God gave, gave us, the Spirit that God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. It just is so good. So you might be saying, well, what do I do? Like, uh, um, hopefully you're saying, well, I'm convinced, but what do I do? Well, for me, I pray every day. I pray, God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And sometimes it's a short prayer. And sometimes I give it more time and I just wait. God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me today. Fill me with all that the Holy Spirit brings. Joy, peace, power, wisdom, guidance, fruit of the Spirit, gifts of the Spirit. And you know, usually something good happens as I wait. Usually I, as I wait, I'll experience something of the goodness of God. You know, waiting is something that we're not that good at. Especially when our phone is, you know, with us. We may be reading the Bible on our on our phone or taking notes on our phone, but our phone keeps going like, "Matt, pick me up and look at me." There's some new cat videos to see. But you know, when I am cast down, I ask the Holy Spirit to come and bring comfort and lift my soul. When I am unsure about decisions to make or what's happening in my life, I ask the Holy Spirit to give me wisdom and revelation. And when I feel weak, I ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen me. And you know what? Like good stuff happens. Good stuff happens. If we are getting back on track, we need to be filled with the Spirit. And the Spirit will lead us into our best life in God. You know, one of our favorite prayers in the vineyard is just three words. Come, Holy Spirit. 
This is an ancient prayer, but it's an invitation just for the Spirit to fill us again. It's like somehow we, we leak <laughs> just by getting out into this crazy world we live in. We're filled, but then somehow it leaks and we just need to be filled again. If you are stirred to want to be filled again with the Spirit today, I'm going to pray for you right now. So can I ask you, open your heart as I pray this for you now. God loves you. He's so for you. You may be someone watching this and you've never known God. Can I just say, the best thing that you could do is to make peace with God, get right with God. He just wants you to come as you are he, and He offers forgiveness as you confess the wrong in your life. He will wash you clean and, and will invite you to, to walk with Him and to be with Him and to know the power of the, of the Spirit at work in your life, bringing such good things to you. So let me pray for all of you now. You may want to close your eyes right now. You may want to hold your hands out in, in expectation of the, this gift that God wants to give you by filling you afresh with the Spirit right now. So let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. For every person that is right now in this place of openness to you and expectation. God, we call on the promise that you made that as we ask, we will receive. So we pray now, God, pour out your spirit. Fill people with your spirit again. Fill them, God, with power right now, God. Power of your Holy Spirit. Fill them with wisdom. Fill them with peace. Fill them with a, a just a deep, deep uh, knowing of your presence right now. God, fill them in a way that they know, God, that you're with them. Fill them in a way that, that as they step into their lives today, that they will know the work of the Spirit in them and through them. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. For those that are just longing for a greater dimension of power, God, in their life, to be able to pray for people and see you move, God. We pray, God, fill them with the gifts of your Spirit. Release the gifts of your Spirit to them right now. God, we pray for those that feel like they're struggling in their walk of faith, God. Fill them now with your Holy Spirit. Baptize them afresh, God, with your Holy Spirit. For those that are in a place of uh, real challenge just in the everydays of life. Fill them, God, with your Holy Spirit right now. Fill them and may the Spirit flow in them and through them, bringing them peace, joy, and righteousness in God. You know, you may be experiencing God's presence right now. You may be feeling something even physical in your body. It's the way that often happens when the Spirit of God engages just with our with our physical being. There is often this you know thing where something happens, and you may be experiencing it right now. And if that's you, why don't you ask someone around you 
maybe ask someone that is there with you if you're on your own then i just can encourage you just to keep in that place and just to keep asking god for more of what he's doing but but i'd encourage you if you're with others ask them if you're saying i'm feeling this it may be you're feeling like hot or or your hands might be tingling or i don't know like just a different way god's god works you may be just feeling like a blanket of love around you but if you're experiencing something the spirit is doing a work you know with you and in you sometimes the spirit's doing work in people and they don't experiencing anything which is just the, the the crazy awesomeness of god but if you are experiencing something get someone to pray with you just say like hey you may be the host of your gathering or uh, one of your family members. Like, could you just come and, and just uh, and pray for me? And if you're praying for someone, just just ask God to, to bless you know, what he's doing, um, to, to continue what he's doing. Ask for more of what he's doing and good things are going to happen. Anyway, why don't you spend some time with each other now, encouraging each other. You may want to pray for each other. You may, there's probably going to be some uh, discussion ideas. To, to You may want to bounce some things around about this. But encourage each other. Plant hope in each other's hearts. Uh, and I know that as often as you will, as you ask and you seek and you knock, then God will meet you there and pour good things into your life. So God bless you. And have a great remainder of your day as you move into it filled with the Spirit of God. Well, thanks so much for joining us for today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you are keen to find out a little bit more about us as a church whanau or you'd like to touch base, then you can go to coast.org.nz and there you'll find information about our in-person services, online services, various resources and activities. Enjoy the day. Be blessed.